Welcome to the Tiffany Talks podcast show where I discuss holistic health, healing, and helping others in 30 minutes or less. I'm your host, Tiffany Patlin, a health and wellness coach, motivational speaker, best-selling author of Unlocking Your Ability to Heal, a blessed ambassador where we share a need and need a need, founder of Cosmic Sweets, Herbal Potions, and Tiffany Patlin Health and Wellness, where I use my life experience of overcoming a life of abuse to help people just like you discover your own unique path to healing and happiness. I am on a godly mission to heal the world. I am coming at you live from sunny San Diego, California. So that's why you'll notice my background is different. <laughs> so why is that? It's because I'm here in um, Menifee currently, but I'll be traveling to San Diego later today for an Unleash Your Rising Breakthrough event. I'll be sure to have another episode after this so that way you guys can learn more about that. Um, it's a great opportunity to um, break through limiting beliefs, challenge your behaviors, and release um, old emotions that no longer serve you so you can unleash your rising. It's amazing. Um, So today, we have a special guest. I love this topic. I love this person. I've interviewed her before. She is amazing. I'm so happy to have her here on the Tiffany Talks podcast show. Her name is Emily Crinklaw-Bunch, aka Emmy. She is a holistic health coach and the founder of Emily Ruth Health. Determined to help others create true health, stay out of the hospital, and minimize their doctor's visits, Emmy left her 15-year career in medical imaging in August of 2022. I'm sorry, 2020. Today, she combines her clinical experience with life coaching to teach physiology for real living so her clients can create health and wellness with ease. And be sure to comment with your questions below uh, so Emmy can answer them for you live or even after the replay. Let's bring on Emmy. Hi, Emmy. Hi, Tiffany. Thank you so much. It's great to be back here talking to you again. Yes, you have some great information. I love the work that you do. You know that. Like, we're so (laughs) in alignment. You know, I love, just love it. So I'm so grateful to have you here. And uh, just to just get started, um, I would love for you to share with our listeners in the audience today about how you got started into this. I know you mentioned leaving your imaging company. So would you like to just share, like, what what got you into this? What made you want to do this? Um, So this is a few different things. The first is as soon as I finished x-ray school in 2007, I was like, ooh, this is not what I thought it was going to (laughs) be. And it took me a long time um, to figure out what the path was that I wanted to help people, like you said, stay out out of the hospital and minimize doctor's visits with. And so over that long period of time, I was really focusing on my own health and wellness and just learning more about how nutrition and exercise play a role in our health. And when I, just before I got married um, in 2000, 
12, I was struggling with some really awful discomfort in my pelvic area, seeing my OBGYN every month for over six months mm -hmm. and just frustrated and at my wits end. So, yeah. So she took me off the Nuva ring that helped improve a little bit then. Um, and I switched to, uh, oral birth control pills. And after a couple months, I was like, you know, something's not right here. I'm going off of the pills. I wasn't on any other medication, but I was like, I am going to be, you know, medication, synthetic hormone free, but I'm getting, getting married. I've got to find another option for contraception. And one of the sonographers, ultrasound technologists that I was working with was like, well, I've been charting my fertility for 10 years. That's how I have avoided pregnancy and planned um, my first child. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> um, here we are like imaging like women's body parts and, you know, working in this field for so long with so many classes on human anatomy and physiology. And I was like, I don't know if I believe you, but <laughs> at that point I was desperate. So I was like, let me learn more. And the more I learned, I was like, Oh my God. Blown away. huh? Blown away. Like there, I feel it, it, it feels like somebody has intentionally been lying to us about our bodies and how, predictable our hormones and our cycles can be and even if they're not predictable that our body is constantly giving us information for us to be able to know exactly what is happening mm -hmm. so around that time i was like oh i don't know what exactly the next step is but this is a huge part of it Cre giving people true body literacy that's going to empower them to do whatever they want with their life and their health. Um, so I finally came across health coaching in um, 2017 and I was like, this is it. And went to school and the rest is history. <laughs> I love that. So it's like, I, I feel that because like for me, like when I first started learning that like our bodies have the answers, it's like, it, that was it for me. I'm, I would never look back. I don't, like you mentioned, you know, about meds, I don't want to take those either because I've learned that there's actually so many other ways. We don't have to rely on that. So I, I love that. that. That's amazing. Um, speaking of, you know, holistic health and all that, I would really love to um, have you share your perspective on the difference because I feel like there's that big contrast. What would you say to people who don't know the difference, you know, between, you know, mainstream health and holistic health? So, um, a naturopath in my area posted, I'll have to go back and dig around for it, but a really beautiful graphic of a triangle. And it had all these different aspects um, of approaching your health and wellness with, you know, the biggest thing at the bottom being, you know, food, lifestyle, like all of these basic ways that we can nurture our bodies and went up incrementally for like more invasive and harsh approaches and treatments. And at the very top, so the idea, the idea is you start at the bottom and then you work your way up 
if things aren't improving. And at the very top, the last, that is so yeah, cool. it's, it's a great graphic. I'll have to send it to you after this. Um, at the very top, the last resort um, approaches our pharmaceuticals and then surgery. And since the uh, around 1920-ish, Americans have been taught and just told that pharmaceuticals and surgery are the only solutions and that yeah. everything else doesn't work, isn't important, is written off as like uh, snake charms and, you know, magic mumbo jumbo. They don't even suggest anything else at all I've come to find. It's just like, here's a prescription and that's it. It's like, um, yeah. There any other options, please? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so our, our our what Americans tend to think of as healthcare is basically what you see from the medical doctors, the nurse, the um, you know our registered nurses is, and and even my X-ray training. It's all formed around this paradigm that, um, and medical imaging. I mean, as wonderful as it can be, is so heavily relied upon these days and and can be pretty invasive um but it's it's pharmaceuticals and surgery that's the only answer and it's the only thing that's going to make you better but i i mean i was seeing as an x-ray tech for 15 years that people are coming in and they've had the surgery or they're taking the medications and they're still not better they're experiencing terrible side effects. And mm. if somebody had worked with them like a health coach to help them increase their movement and tweak their, their food intake and manage their stress and anxiety, they could have avoided all of the medication, the surgeries and stuff before they even got to the point where they're seeing me for just the horrible pain and stuff they were in. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Like um, I'm not, I, I didn't see it from your perspective. My perspective is, you know, just from the outside and even I can see that. And um, it is scary. That's again, that's why I appreciate what you, you're doing. Like the more and more health coaches, the more and more people that are bringing awareness, it means a lot to me because that just means that that's how much more people are out there able to help others. More people yes. are going to be able to get the health help. Yeah more people that are, you know, raising awareness, you know, and talking about these things. And I just wanted to let everybody out there know, um, if this is your first time hearing me speak about medications that, um, you know, there's never any shame around taking medications. I never want anybody to feel ashamed um, because you did what you felt was right. You wanted to raise your hand and seek help. And that's what you did. And you deserve to be celebrated. But I feel like what Emmy and I would like to do is just bring more awareness that there's more than just one option. You have options. And as a human, you know, you deserve to have, you know, to be informed of everything, not just one thing, because one thing might work for someone and this might work for someone else. So it, it's just really important to um, know all your options. So I really appreciate that, Emmy. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. I'm going into that medication piece. Um, I wanted to ask you how you feel meds actually play a part in people's health. I know we talked about um, side effects and, and I agree with that. And, um, you know, I have to say, this just popped into my head. I see a lot 
how um, people on you know Facebook will ask a question, um, what meds they should take. And I'm like, <laughs> now I know there's some people that say that a certain one will help them and you know, that's great. But again, there's such a difference. So it's going to affect us all differently. You and I could be on the same medication and I might, who knows what, and you might thrive. Like it's so different. So what was your take on that? Um, so yeah, first of all, like just to reiterate what you said, like if, for those people who are on medications, like if that's the only approach you're, especially if that's the only approach you're aware of, like there's no shame. And if you find it's working for you, you know, you've got to do what's going to, what's working for you. But I think, you know, you see so many commercials and advertisements everywhere for all the medications. And so we don't realize that, you know, first of all, we can make diet and lifestyle changes that prevent us from needing medications. Herbs, um, plant medicine has been around pretty much since as long as humans have. And one of the things that, you know, people will say, well, pharmaceuticals are based off of things that are found in plants. And then most of the time that is true, but the difference, and I would say kind of another example of holistic medicine uh, versus what I like to call biomedical, that biology-based Western medicine hospital approach is that holistic medicine and herbalism look at the whole, the whole organism, but also the whole environment. And so when you're taking in a plant or an herb as a remedy um, or a treatment, there's so many other compounds inside of the plant. There's all these little phytochemicals and things that like scientifically in the lab, we're just beginning to scratch the surface of understanding. But taking the plant as a whole, whether it's in a tea form or a tincture or something like that, is completely different than isolating a single molecule in the laboratory that we believe is the molecule that creates the, the effect that we're looking for and then synthetically creating more and more of that in a pill form. Um, so they just, the holistic approach is looking at how everything fits from a much broader perspective and um, not these fragmented little pieces. And then the other thing is plants have been growing along and evolving alongside humans for our entire existence. And the wealth of knowledge passed down um, from human to human, you know, with, tr uh, with like traditions, Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, and, you know, every culture has its own, you know, has developed its, they're like, okay, these are the plants native to our area, and this is how we use them. And so very ancient cultures have a very thorough understanding of what plants do what, and what are, what are the side effects, and when's the right time to take it, and when's the wrong time. And the pharmaceutical industry has only been around that, I'll give it 200 years to be generous. <laughs> and that's just that's not really enough time 
to have the deep understanding of how it's actually going to affect human health in the long term because everything affects everybody so differently our 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 lives our environment is changing so rapidly and so it's so hard to distill what is the effect of the medication versus the effect of the changing environment that this person is in um so basically my thing is anything that's less than 200 years old medications technology approach with caution <laughs> that is probably a great you know piece of advice just just approach it with caution okay <laughs> i love that but th that's that's good stuff um thank you for sharing that, that that's something i knew i was going to learn something from you today um <laughs> Um, that was really interesting about the plants, how you were saying how they isolate pieces and the plant as a whole, like you mentioned, as a tincture of tea, it was designed to be used in that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because I don't, I don't know all the, the, the names, but you know, all the little pieces, they go together. And if you don't have all the pieces together, then how is that? We don't know how that's working. And I feel like that's where the side effects come from because we don't know. And, and I think that's why, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's why we're so passionate about just sharing with people that there's other options. There's other options. We just care. Yes. <laughs> we just want yeah. to help. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what do you think is holding people back like today? Like what do you think is holding people back from just taking control of their health, saying, I'm going to jump in and do this? What do you think is holding them back? I think it's... A combination of overt and subtle messaging that you're not in control of your health. Um, you know, mm. you, if, when you look around at the way our, just the way you interact with your, your traditional doctor and even the attitude that I had when I was in the midst of my career, like it's, um, it's, it's pervasive and, um, it, 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 um, I don't know, kind of it catch it. I can't think of the word right now, but like you, even if you don't, if you go in like, oh, I listen to my, my clients or my patients and I hear them, you just kind of get jaded and start acting like the people around you of like, well, we're the experts. We know best. Mm -hmm. And for a while, I just, especially when I was going through my coaching training while still working and, and realizing that like, I'm not listening. I'm not assuming that the patient knows best. We like medical providers just because of habit tend to write people off. Oh, they don't know what they're talking about. And, and coming from this expert viewpoint and like, you should do what we say because we know so much more. But the truth is the individual is always the expert on mm -hmm. themselves. They're the one who's been living in that body for however many years and experiencing their lives. So whilst a medical professional may be an expert in the thing they've studied, right. they're not an expert in you. Um, powerful. That, yeah. that, that is very, very powerful. I love that you just said that. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's the messaging that we're receiving from that main narrative that's just being thrown at us all the time of here's the pills to take, here's the doctors to go see, and um, and so people 
kind of feel hopeless until unless they interact with, you know, a health coach or somebody else who's been able to take agency and turn their own lives around. Um, and, and even when they when they do meet somebody like that, they tend to be doubtful because mm -hmm. you're working against uh, mainstream. society. Yeah, the main the mainstream, <laughs> the culture that tells you 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 can't do it. You're on your own or or you're a victim of your genes or you're a victim of of whatever. And the thing is, we're we're not. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> um, I, you, you reminded me of a quote when you were speaking, and it was that quote where it says, try being curious instead of furious. Because a lot of times mm. when we don't understand something or it's challenging what we believe, you know, sometimes people can just, their rea initial reaction is anger because <sighs> there could be a slew of reasons why that is. Um, but, you know, that when that reaction is anger, it's not very, it's not helping you. If you become right. angry about that, it's not helping you at all. So um, that's why I like that quote. It's like, try being curious because it's like, it's okay if you have your own thoughts. You know, nobody can ever take that away from you. Your beliefs, your thoughts, those are yours. But if somebody else has a different thought or idea, I feel like being curious about that, maybe researching, ask questions. There's no harm in that. If anything, you might learn something new. And if yeah. not, you can keep your same beliefs like you know nobody can take that away from you so try being curious instead of furious <laughs> <laughs> i i love that quote tiffany it's it's i think part of it is also though like that reaction to something new becoming anger mm -hmm. is it's it's a human thing like we need to keep our mind it's it's so natural for us to react to something that's challenging our beliefs with anger and fear so yeah. try to be curious, not furious, and also give yourself grace when you do react with fury. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a good one. Fear, fear, because when we're scared, that's the next re um, emotion is anger, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was good that you mentioned that as well. Wow. <laughs> that was good stuff. Um, so this is a fun question. I wanted to ask you if you would mind sharing one of your favorite success stories with us. Yes. Um, so my client, Krista, who she has given me permission to <laughs> share her name, um, we actually started working together um, in early in my coaching career and I offered her, I was like, you know, just let's try it out for a few months. I'll give you some complimentary sessions. And she would, she has become a very close friend. And um, she's like, you know, I feel pretty healthy, but the more we dug in, it was like, okay, you're healthy, but you're exhausted every day. You're having pushing through almost daily headaches. Oh, wow. And she just kind of, oh, it's no big deal because she could still work through them. And I find that that is like that kind of picture is so common yes. is that we look at ourselves and we're like, I'm, I, especially those of us who aren't dealing with an, a diagnosed chronic illness and we're not like prevented from, from getting through our day we're operating, we're pushing down some sort of low level irritation, annoyance, and saying that we're fine. Mm -hmm. And when we slow down and look, look at it, it's like, you know, 
we're tolerating these things, we're, but we're not actually fine. Um, so through our work together, we, um, she was able to tweak her diet and start getting enough sleep. <laughs> she, um, she was sleeping, but she, it, she was so excited about working on her business. She'd stay up too late. And so we kind of adjusted some things so that she altered her work schedule. So she cut back a little bit on her hours, went to bed earlier. And then because she was sleeping more soundly, was getting up earlier and waking up feeling much more energized. So even though she cut back on the work hours, she also became more productive yes. with the use of her time. So increased productivity, less working, no more headaches. Wow. And um, our work together inspired her to start working with, with a naturopath and gets, you know, check out all of her blood work and get a whole bunch of other stuff in line um, and, and preparing her for the next stage in her journey, which I, um, I can't share more on, but. Oh, now I'm excited. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe in a bit we can come back and, and talk bet. about how she's doing. I would love to have you back. That would be great. I can't have both of you on. <laughs> that would be yes, cool. That would be so much fun. Awesome. We we will plan that. Um, but yeah, thank you for sharing that. That is amazing. Um, I resonate with that. Um, I notice, you know, coming from my past, um, having been neglected by my own parents and things, mm. I myself kind of got used to neglecting myself because I hadn't like learned that. And um, I find myself still doing that. Like sometimes I'll notice I have a pain and my husband will be like, you know, just like random, like, I don't know, just something. And I'm like, oh, no, don't worry about it. And he's like, no, remember? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> just simple things like that, that we deserve to feel good. Yes. We should yes. not feel like every single day, like you mentioned, that we have to tolerate pain on a daily basis. No, 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 no. You are human. You're a part of this beautiful world. You are a beautiful person and you deserve to live life to the fullest, happy, healthy, and whole. And Emmy is a great person to help you do that. So I hope you guys really loved everything that she has to say. And before we go, I wanted to ask you, what are some easy, actionable steps or a tip that you could share with our audience that way they can, you know, take that away today? Yeah. So, um, you know, one of my favorite things is really helping people slow down and listen to their body's wisdom. Mm -hmm. So in taking the tiniest step forward with that, that you possibly can, if you can set aside five or even just two minutes a day to sit in silence and just notice what you're feeling, whether it's your emotions, your physical body, just take a moment to pay attention to what's coming up and potentially asking yourself, what does this mean? Or what is that? What do I need to pay attention to? Um, and I think that will just take you so far in, in developing a better relationship with your body and learning to trust its wisdom. I love that. I couldn't agree more. That is monumental because Everybody is always either has earbuds in, something's they're watching something, listening to something, so many distractions. And we're not giving ourselves 
that time to be alone with ourselves, but to not just to be alone, but like with what you said, to just be in tune with our body and listen, because it speaks to you. It yeah. really does. Um, so thank you so much for sharing that. Any any final thoughts, something that you want our audience to take away, like a inspirational quote or anything at all that comes to mind? Um, so the first thing that came to mind when we were chatting before is that your health and wellness are in your hands. Ooh. Boom, mic drop. <laughs> That's how it felt to me because <laughs> it's true. Nobody yeah. is in control of your health but you. Yes. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Emmy. Um, everybody, be sure to check out Emmy and follow her on social media. All her links are in the description box. Thank you, Emmy, so much for coming on our show. Thank you, it Tiffany. Was it was so much fun. Thank you so much. We will definitely be in touch. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Wow, everybody. What an amazing guest. I am so excited. I love her. So thank you to everybody watching uh, today's episode, whether live or on replay. Um, feel free to comment with what resonated with you. And as always, I greatly appreciate all of your reviews. Um, you can help me reach my goal of spreading the word by inviting your friends and family to like and follow Facebook and subscribe on YouTube. You can also listen at your leisure on major podcast distributions. And I have a quote that I would like to leave you today with from Elena Bensonoff. The goal in healing is not to heal others, but to inspire them to awaken the healer within them. And I bet Emmy loves that. I know she's listening and watching it, but she loves that. <laughs> I'm Tiffany Patlin signing off until the next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.